Part three of Wongo and the Wise Old Crow by Grace and Carl Moon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part three The Thunder Drum, Section two. Chapter four In the Up Above Country. Chogay climbed as quickly as possible to the broad back of the eagle and made himself comfortable between the great wings. He had to lie forward on his stomach with his arms around the eagle's neck as the smooth feathers, though warm, were very slick and he had no wish to slide off. It was a queer sensation to feel the earth drop away from beneath him as they rose swiftly into the air from the rock shelf of his cave, and the rocks and trees seemed to sink down to the ground. Chogay could hardly realize that it was he who was rising above the earth. He seemed to stay still and everything else to move presently all timber tangle lay beneath him a great mass of tangled brown tree-tops with here and there a bald knob of mountain rising above them even these soon flattened out into a mottled plain stretching far far away in every direction a plain that grew hazier and less distinct every moment as they were flying very swiftly and almost directly up and soon timber tangle was altogether lost to sight as light wind-blown clouds drifted between them and the earth beneath the eagle flew very easily with no apparent effort and his great wings rose and fell with a motion as regular as the beating of a heart long before this caw feeling that he could not keep up with the strong flight of the eagle had lighted on the broad back beside chogay and his bright eyes turned in every direction taking in the surroundings the cool wind whistled by their ears but chogay's skin was tough from constant exposure to all kinds of weather and the wind made little difference to him caw was enjoying himself thoroughly i only wish there was a pool somewhere near he said in an undertone to chogay so that i could see how i look how about this color will it come off easily chogay stared hard as the realization came to him that from previous experiments he had found that this particular color did not come off easily he whispered this to the crow well said caw when this had been made clear to him that's nice a pretty pickle i call it i must say i can't blame you though there is some gain in everything and no matter how old i get to be i will never turn gray he chuckled suddenly who ever heard of a crow that was red oh bless my poor feathers and bones my friends all think that old caw is dead and shed many big tears and groans well said caw cheerfully i'd better give you a few instructions while i have the chance and he lowered his voice so that chogay could barely hear you might as well know now that we are going to the up above country to steal the thunder drum seeing a startled look in chogay's eyes he quickly added i have it all planned out so there'd be no danger to anyone i was not thinking of myself said chogay gravely but you know if the up above people get mad they'll send terrible storms and blow down trees and perhaps do much damage i thought of that whispered caw the thunder drum was made long long ago by a man-animal of your people an indian chief of great bravery and was by some strange magic stolen from him by the up above people 
i've no doubt that one of chutawen's ancestors helped for it would take an eagle to carry it up so it's just as well that he helps us now there have been many who have tried to get the drum back to the earth people but they didn't have as good a scheme as i've got all i will want you to do is to get the attention of old chaco the keeper of the drum on something else so he will not notice me while i scout around a bit ask him if he can tell you where to find the blue charm wango lost it was the great charm of the bear clan and he has been afraid ever since that the other bears would discover that he has lost it you know the up above people see everything that happens on the earth what good will it do to steal the thunder drum asked chogay what good snapped caw don't you know that it is the thunder drum that brings the rain every time chaco the rain man beats it the people of the water clan pour water through the holes in the clouds and it falls to earth if we once had the thunder drum and timber tangle there would be no more dry seasons for we would beat it ourselves when we wanted rain look little brother cried chatawin there are the sun clouds and they guard the way to the up above country a great bank of clouds rose before them so white of themselves and so brilliant with sunshine that chogay had to close his eyes and when he opened them again though it had been but a second or two they had slipped through the clouds and were rising above a new and wonderful world there were hills and canyons and desert but they were all in the wonderful colors of the sunset and never remained long the same the trees were purple with leaves of gold that glittered like polished flint in the sunlight and there were lakes and rivers like huge splashes of turquoise strange animals ran and crawled among the bushes and the air was full of birds that flew close and talked to them and others that soared above and below as if curious to see who these visitors to their country might be a great hawk flew towards them followed by several old owls and an ugly-looking vulture the keeper of the gateway called chudowen in a low voice he will ask you why we are here welcome to you chudowen called out the hawk as he approached but who comes with you two brothers of the earth-born answered chudowen i have brought them to see your wonderful country what do they wish here asked the hawk again and before the eagle could answer chogay spoke for himself we come searching for the blue charm that was lost by wango the bear none of the bear clan knows where it is but you of the sky see all things and can no doubt tell us where it may be found hmm answered the hawk i have not seen nor heard of this charm but you might go over to those of the water clan and ask chaco he may be foolish-headed enough to give his time to such things but remember there are no idlers here and we do not welcome idle questions humph said Ka's low voice in chogay's ear that fellow is entirely too full of his own importance i'll teach him something when i next meet him below they were nearing the cloud ground now and presently landed with a springing jerk chogay slipped from the smooth back of the eagle and stood swaying a bit as his legs grew accustomed to standing again chidowen was not at all tired from his long flight and seemed as fresh as when they had started come on said he we'll take a look around everybody up here has his own particular work to do some are of the water clan and some of the ice clan 
they make hail and snow over there is the place where the winds come from they make lightning up here too all kinds and eclipses ever see one of those look round you can see for yourself you have eyes in your head Kaw gave a grunt and in a very good imitation of choge's voice spoke for him eyes in my head and ears in my head i've heard before all you have said the eagle grew red in the face and answered haughtily i was speaking for your entertainment and not to be insulted choge answered hastily he saw that it would be useless to explain that he had not spoken i did not mean anything chudawin what i have heard before was not nearly so interesting as what you have told me well answered the eagle somewhat satisfied with this suppose we walk around a bit and see things you say you are in search of a charm he was looking at Kaw as he spoke his eye travelling from the tip of the glaring white bill to the last red tail feather and his searching glance annoyed Kaw exceedingly especially when after a moment's puzzled thought chudawen threw back his head and laughed till the tears dropped from his eyes now i have it he cried it is Kaw you remind me of except for the colour you could be his brother ah continued the eagle ha 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 did i ever tell you choge why it is that Kaw never speaks to me any more avoids me in fact no said choge with an uneasy glance at the crow suppose we go on now oh it is too good to keep insisted the eagle it is the only time i ever heard of the laugh being turned on Kaw. Kaw is a friend of mine said choge and a friend of redskins too oh that's all right you will enjoy the joke it is because your friend here reminds me so much of Kaw that i thought of it he looks like him except for his colour and talks like him you aren't related to Kaw by any chance and chudawin bent down and looked closely at Kaw as he asked the question breaking into another long chuckle as he did so Kaw was furious every feather stood on end with anger and his eyes flashed he quivered from head to tail and yet to the amazement of choge he did not answer the eagle but turned instead to him and spoke in an icy tone if your friend insists on telling funny stories when our time is so short i at least do not need to stay and hear him i will meet you at yonder lake he indicated a splash of blue water a short distance in front of them and he rose into the air with all the dignity he possessed and flew off in the direction of the lake we oui, said chudawin such language our friend is not very polite and he chuckled again he certainly reminds me of Kaw. what was the joke asked choge i wouldn't mind hearing it now our red friend did not want to hear it mused chudawin well here it is and you will understand why Kaw avoids even the sound of my voice i was taking a nap one day it was hot and i had dropped down under a big bunch of sagebrush i suppose just my head must have been visible and even then i don't see how he ever came to make such a mistake but Kaw, coming up took me for a lady friend of his and proceeded to talk most beautifully and mostly in verse something like this your dainty bill i dearly love its graceful shape is sweet but more than all my lady love i praise your claw-like feet 
there never was a fairer bird in all this land i know to say there was would be absurd and ignorance would show your little wings are dainty things each eye a midnight pearl your glance a throbbing heartache brings oh be my birdie girl that's something like it and there was lots more i listened for a while without moving a feather but it finally got too much for me and i just had to laugh and jumped out of my bush at the same time it was the first time i have ever seen caw really what you might call flabbergasted he fell over backwards when he first saw me he didn't say a word and he hasn't spoken to me since i can't say i blame him but it was funny Chogay grinned and looked off in the direction caw had taken chudawin followed his glance i won't say any more about it before our red friend he said and chogay looked at him quickly but the eagle would not meet his eye come on said chudawin there are lots more things for you to see chapter five rain comes to timber tangle chudawin and chogay walked slowly toward a lake that lay like a great turquoise before them strange animals hurried scurrying and crawling in every direction and birds darted hither and thither the eagle indicated with one wing what seemed to be a huge mountain rising high in the east the mantle of the night he said it is the blanket that is let down every night over the earth to hide the face of the sun for if it were not hidden just so often all growing things would dry up it is very old now the night blanket and holes are beginning to show we below call them stars and if it wasn't for those holes he added we might have no moon for when the moon is thin and pale it slips through one of the holes and comes close to the earth to give us light to try to make up for the loss of the sun for the moon god has never approved of the night blanket and is much more gentle toward earth folks than the sun they were now near the lake and chogay could see near its edge a little old man sitting by a huge drum the old man held a great padded stick in one hand and looked constantly to the east that is chaco whispered the eagle keeper of the thunder drum he looks toward the east for the signal of the sun and when he sees that he pounds the drum and that is the signal for the water clan see those little fairy creatures sitting off all around the lake they each have a gourd dipper in their hand and at the signal of the drum they dip water from the lake and pour it through the water holes to the earth that is the rain and the sound of the drum is thunder and the flash of the sun signal is the torch that we call lightning we will speak to chaco but listen he added more cautiously we must speak in rhyme it is the only language he knows and if we speak differently he will grow very angry and send hurricane winds over the earth that is the way they come he has lungs of leather and his voice when he is angry is louder than the thunder drum all right answered chokay in the same low voice the eagle was using you speak to him then chudawin looked at chokay a little doubtfully no you speak first it isn't so hard but i'll probably have to do the real talking as i've had more practice there was a snicker from over their heads and chogay saw a flash of red as caw dropped to a nearby bush evidently with the intention of overhearing their conversation 
the eagle was immediately uncomfortable and spoke to chogay a trifle stiffly uh, go on why don't you speak chocko is waiting the old man had raised his head and was watching them as they drew near he was silent waiting for the first word to come from them it did not come very easily chogay was not quite at ease and cleared his throat two or three times before he began haltingly we are from the earth below and we've come to see if you know where's the charm of wongo the bear we can't find it anywhere can you tell us where it is or if not then where it was not exactly that i mean but where once it might have been there was a choking sound from chudawin and an echo of it from the bush where chogay knew call was listening and then the eagle gave him a little push to one side and began hurriedly we have come he and me to find out and to see if your wisdom can show us the right way to go just to see or find out quite without any doubt just exactly the place or the spot or the space where the blue charm is hid where he lost it he did this was too much for caw such an attempt at rhyming struck him as too funny for words and his voice subdued but trembling with mirth came to them from the bush i have heard a constant rumour of the rain man's sense of humour let us hope that it is true really true for of rhymes of man or bird that's the worst i ever heard i am shocked my friends quite shocked at both of you then in a voice mimicking chudawens he continued oh where is the blue charm hid for he lost it yes he did oh my goodness gracious gumption what a joke for the stone was really his won't you tell us where it is it's a wonder wise old chacko didn't choke but go on my friends and ask i'm made happy by your task and if chacko here can stand it so can i stand up firm and take your time all the air is filled with rhyme and no doubt you'll strike a fine one by and by chudawin grew red in the face and shot furious glances toward the bush but chogay with a self-conscious grin made the best of the situation and kept his eyes on the old man who seemed not to have heard caw's low voice but was thinking deeply on what the eagle had said presently he nodded his head slowly and spoke in answer chocko knows of what you speak and has seen the blue charm stone when the clouds from eagle peak or the mountain woods have blown but there was no storm that night and the moon god brightly shone it was lost within his light he can tell you he alone the two nodded gratefully to the old man for his words come said chudawin in a low voice for the rain man was again looking toward the east for the sun's signal and had apparently forgotten that they were there shall we go to the moon god now i doubt if we find him to-day uh, you see uh, what's that chogay jumped suddenly as caw lit on his shoulder and began to whisper in his ear now we're going to do it listen i'll call chocko over here i know how then you and chudawin jump for the thunder drum and push it through the nearest water-hole you see that big one right there that little water creature cannot interfere then jump on chudawin's back and drop through the hole both of you you'll have to be quick and don't look back the sun-god will blind you with lightning if you do 
tell chudawin it is for the life of timbertangle we work now quick and chogay breathlessly repeated to chudawin the directions kaw had given him the eagle looked shocked and astonished but before he could protest kaw called out in a good imitation of chudawin's own voice chako quick the sun-god's call come he's calling one and all see his golden arrows fall chako quick the sun-god's call as the old man rose hurriedly and confusedly took a few steps toward the east chogay leaped toward the thunder drum and with a sudden push sent it whirling toward the water-hole a few feet away and then with another push down through the opening into which it disappeared kaw was at the hole instantly quick chudawin quick chogay he called and almost before the words were out of his mouth all three dropped down through the hole first the eagle who spread his wings instantly then chogay who fell on the broad back and held on tight and then kaw flying easily down after them with a chuckle of triumph in his voice several pairs of eyes stared in furious amazement from the hole above which now looked like an opening in a dark cloud and great arrows of lightning flashed from it just then a loud rumble came from far below the drum the drum shouted kaw in glee it has lit on the bed of leaves made by wango on skulltop mountain and the little bear is beating it with all his might and main hurrah hurrah we've won we've won just then great sheets of opal-coloured mists began to drift toward the earth from the holes in the clouds and chogay felt wet drops on his face a little grey hawk flying from below began to sing in a high exalted voice as his words came to them more and more clearly the very air seemed to echo the music and all timber tangle seemed to be singing oh brown the earth and grey the sky and desert and stream and pool are dry but in the east the rain clouds fly aye little brother twill rain twill rain aye little brother twill rain i felt a drop on my feathered breast the rain clouds come from the east and west i felt a drop in my feathered nest aye little brother twill rain twill rain aye little brother twill rain now over the world a joyous hush then comes the storm with a sudden rush the great drops patter on sand and bush aye little brother the rain the rain aye little brother the rain then how it came down it seemed as if chako and the rain people above were trying to drown them the rain came in great sheets and floods of water and the three drew in their heads as far as possible and shot down toward the earth almost as fast as the raindrops themselves suddenly there was a cry from chudawin and he began to moan in a frightened voice one of the arrows from the sun-god must have struck me i am bleeding to death oh what shall i do oh what shall i do he began to sink even more rapidly toward the ground sure enough a great red stain was growing on his back and crimson drops were falling fast when they reached the earth he lay still with closed eyes while chogay and kaw bent over him suddenly the crow began to laugh and chudawin opened his eyes to look at him then he opened them wider at what he saw and raised himself up forgetting for a moment his fright 
where did you come from asked the eagle and where is redskin oh redskin answered caw in a voice that was choking with laughter <laughs> redskin is dripping off your back the rain transferred him from me to you Togay declared the color was fast but oh <laughs> i don't think even he knew how fast and then as he saw that the eagle was beginning to understand what had happened he started to hop up and down in his usual grave way and to chant sometimes very dull is the eye of a crow but the eye of an eagle oh never oh no oh never oh never for truly whoever has heard of the eye of an eagle that's so chudowin watched caw for a moment while the rain poured in a steady stream from his feathers and dripped from the bush from under which chogay followed their every word then a slow grin spread over the eagle's usually fierce features perhaps at the comical appearance of caw whose feathers were most wonderfully streaked with red and black with here and there a smear of white from his bill well we're even caw he said at last i don't think that either of us can laugh at the other in the future and i promise not to laugh at you any more if you'll forget to-day and not laugh at me a bargain cried caw oh all timber tangle listen to this the crow and the eagle have made a pact oh sing a song of the thunder drum this day and hour it becomes a fact oh sing a song of the thunder drum never until the world shall end shall either laugh at the woe of his friend but only help him those woes to mend oh sing the song of the thunder drum end of part three end of wango and the wise old crow by grace and carl moon